Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. You're listening to the Kona Edge. My name is Brad Brown, coming to you from a, a gorgeous uh, Cape Town in South Africa. We head to Ottawa in Canada uh, to chat some biking with the returning guest, uh, Robin Hardage. Robin, welcome. Thanks for joining us once again. Oh, thanks for having me. Robin, you said to us uh, in, in our first chat that you, you obviously come from a, a running background. Running was your, your strong discipline, but you, you've been struggling with a bit of injury and you've been forced to spend and, and put some more time in on the bike. How much has your bike improved over the last year since that uh, that hip injury has been plaguing you? Uh, significantly. Uh, all my races this year, I've sort of PB'd on the bike, and that's where I've made up my time uh, within my age group or my gender. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely noticeable. As much as that hip injury is uh, a, a frustration, I'm sure, do you think it's been a bit of a blessing in disguise that it's forced you to work a bit hard on the bike? Oh, definitely. I think so. I mean, biking is, you know, it's, it's the longest part of uh, an Ironman triathlon. So y- you can gain, your gains are immeasurable. Like you can, you can shave off five, 10 minutes and that's huge over the day. It's funny you say that. And it's also a case of you, you can put in extra time in the water and you maybe not going to get that much more of a, of a benefit on the run you can put in more time but you then starting to risk injury and 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 really yeah. doing some 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 physical damage to your body but on a, on a bike yeah. i mean you you could i don't want to say you flog yourself but you can you can put in a lot of extra time on the bike and you're really going to reap those benefits and and i'm guessing that's what what you've noticed this year yeah definitely i mean uh i went on I guess in the spring, I did three pretty big biking trips and, you know, like 2,000 kilometers and it's uh, paid off in the spring and it's just that I've been able to carry it over the summer. But yeah, like there's no impact. So you can bike as much as you want. Has it, I mean, this frustration with not being able to run as well and as much as you'd like, has it, has it sort of forced you into loving the bike more or are you now frustrated that you're riding too much? No, no. I've uh yeah, I've I've worked on my my biking mentality before I would, you know, I would start to suffer and I would back off, but now it's I've sort of learned how to embrace that the pain that you feel on the bike. So it's 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 a blessing for sure. A good lesson. I mean, when the hip sorts itself out, are you going to keep on on the same sort of regime that you're doing on the bike at the moment or would you switch back and push more into the run? Uh no, you know, I think uh, I'm enjoying the bike and the workouts that I've been doing and uh I mean the run, like I'll, I'll work on it a bit more once this sorts itself out. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I learned a lesson that you know the bike is it deserves as much attention as I was giving the running. <laughs> as far as <laughs> as far as gains on the bike, I mean, what have you done over your career that you or one thing that you think's given you the biggest sort of benefit? Um, I think kind of working hard in the spring inside, so kind of doing the the high threshold bike workouts and then uh, bike trips in the spring. So sort of taking a week and just focusing solely on the bike uh, before the outdoor season starts here. It's definitely just gives you a boost to start the season with. You talk about those trips. Uh, the group that I train with here at home tend to do one or two of those a year as well. I've never been mm-hmm. on one. Is it a case of almost like a week's vacation, but you're spending it on your bike? Tell us a little bit more about them. 
Yeah, definitely. It is. It's a vacation and you're doing what you love. So uh, I've been to uh, South Carolina, so lots of hills. Uh, kicks you in the butt, but when you get home, you feel awesome. Um, um, this past June, we uh, we cycled to Maine. So it was about 750 kilometers over four days, but uh, that's your day. You wake up, you eat, you bike, you get to the hotel, you eat, you sleep, and it's just repeat for four days it's awesome yeah, i was gonna say there's there's worse ways to spend a holiday it, it actually sounds like exactly. a lot of fun which is and you get sequel yeah. places at the at the same yeah. time as far as yeah. indoor versus outdoor workouts you spend a lot of time on the indoor uh because of obviously climate and 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 where home is for you what, what's your favorite workout yeah. on the on the indoor trainer um it's kind of a high tempo workout with eight minute intervals that sort of ftp uh, power threshold or whatever. Um, but yeah, just pushing for the solid eight, I guess eight to 10 minutes and then you have a bit of recovery, but, uh, but for an hour and a half, it's, it's a good workout. And, and out on the road, what do you love doing? Um, I love kind of, I'm very blessed to have Gatineau Park near my house. Um, it's a, I guess it's a provincial park. So the roads are beautiful and they close it to cars on the weekend, uh, on Sunday mornings. So I go there, um, I do a tempo hill bike workout. Uh, it's about a 45 kilometer hilly loop. Um, and I just attack the hills and I work on my descents and, uh, there's quite a few people to chase. So it's, there's kind of a secret race going on and who you can chick and <laughs> say that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Robin, it's been great catching up once again. Uh, oh, by the way, what bike are you riding at the moment? I ride a Sipo Viper. So. Nice. Yeah. If, I if, enjoy it. If I could wave my magic wand, what would be the dream bike? Oh, hard to say. I'm not a. T I'm not sort of into the. I'm not a gearhead. If it's got wheels, I'll ride it. <laughs> <laughs> and gadgets. I mean, you, you obviously you mentioned FTP and, and power. You, you're training to power, heart rate, and, and and that sort of thing. How how caught up in the numbers do you get? Um. Yeah, I'm a bit of a data geek. Uh, not that it means anything to me, but I just like to compare my numbers. Uh, but uh, I guess in the end, I don't really get caught up in them. I just sort of, it's more of a, oh, I did that, check. Yeah. And, and again, it's what what gets measured get uh, improves. It's not necessarily it's a, a case of you need to know all the technical details, but uh, if you aren't yeah. measuring, you don't know if you are getting better or if you are getting worse. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Robin, thanks for your time. Much appreciated. We look forward to talking about the run. I know it's uh, something that's really frustrating you at the moment, but we'll dig into that next time out, if that's good. Yeah, all right. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kona Edge. Get better on the bike. Register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to thekonaedge.com slash bike seminar now.